Hello, and welcome to All Things Ethical, the podcast where we discuss modern-day ethical issues plaguing our society, both big and small. I'm Georgina. I have a Master's of Science in Ethics and Public Policy from Suffolk University, and I have taught a year of contemporary moral issues when I was in Boston. And I'm Taylor. I took six years to get a bachelor's. <laughs> hey, however you get there, huh? Uh, that's right. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think it might have actually been seven. Seven? I was at a community college for four years. Wow. Yeah, I got a master's in um, college studies. <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of community colleges, I was looking to see if any of the community colleges around here have courses that you can take. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't found anything. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say around here because I'm like, uh, it all seems kind of bad. But I mean, our state colleges are pretty close to community colleges too. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, whatever. So, Taylor, tell me the highlight of your week. Oh, man. The highlight of my week? I saw Blazing Saddles in theaters for $2. At our local movie house. I have never actually seen that movie. It is highly problematic. But also, I think a good a good movie where you're like, hey, they're going to say the N-word. And you're going to have to deal with that because it happens a lot. But also, the people doing it are described often as both evil and stupid. So it's it's kind of a good example of... Notice how the villains are being villains, hmm. and your your main character is a strong black man in an authority position. Hmm. Also, it's funny. <laughs> like, It's one of those movies where it's like, oh, you could never make that now, but, it, you know, it, it, I'm glad they did. Top, one of my top... Mm, one, of my, one, of my, mm, one, of my, one of my top five comedies. <laughs> Very on brand here. I'll have to check it out. I feel like that's a movie my father um, probably really enjoyed and tried to have me watch with him. And I very, very much a dad movie. And not just because it's a Western, but a lot of it's because it's a Western. Well, cool. Um, So the highlight of my week was yesterday. I actually got some spring cleaning done, which is a huge thing for me because I've been saying this for probably the past six months. Wow, that's that's great. You know, six months ago was not winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Really been putting it off. That's fair. I have. That's fair. Yeah. So. I just took down my Christmas decorations today. May I point out for the listener who might be listening later on, it is March. Well. Okay. I don't <laughs> think I actually knew that you had Christmas decorations. Up. Oh, you didn't see my big Santa? No. No. Well, <laughs> just says so much about my. I could have gotten away with it for another year. <laughs> just says so much about my powers of observation. That's all right. Um, yeah, I I don't even see it anymore. This giant lit up Santa as I come home, and I'm like, I gotta at least turn the timer off so it, you know, doesn't light up every night in March. Well, hey, you should see a reduction in your uh, power bill. Yes, and also a reduction in my happiness. Oh, Georgina, speaking of happiness, mm. what are we tackling today? Today we are tackling the question of knowing what we know about certain artists, 
Specifically, we're going to start talking about Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, do we as individuals and as a society have an obligation to essentially stop patronizing these mm. artists? Now, mm. granted, Michael Jackson, you know. Um, is dead? Is, is dead. So not going <laughs> to affect him directly. But I think it does still go like any money still goes to his estate uh yes yes i i don't know what it's used for i feel like blanket's gonna be okay if we never buy a michael I think jackson album all of again. his he has three children i, I think. don't know so but there are you know but there are artists who you know especially in the me too movement mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. that are still very much in the prime of their career mm-hmm, absolutely and, and what do we what do we do with that knowledge so that is what we're tackling I'm I'm so so incredibly prepared Good. and ready for this and qualified for this. Good. These are all true statements I just made. So I know you and I we both watched this very difficult uh very I'd say poignant documentary uh Leaving Neverland. Uh-huh. Available now on HBO. Yes. They're not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor, no. But um I actually signed up for HBO just to see this documentary. Not for Game of Thrones or Crashing or Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, but... No, oh, that, well, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver is definitely a perk. I don't watch Game of Thrones. With that accent, you should be in Game of I Thrones. I know. So, um... Hail Georgina, breaker of chains, mother of podcasts. <laughs> oh, I like that. I may now have to watch you it. You can use it. <laughs> so, um... Taylor, what were your first impressions? Do you want me to kind of rehash the documentary? Not that there's much. To, I mean, it's very much like. These... It, it's incredibly graphic. Yeah. Which I appreciate I and also hate them for. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So you have these two adult men, mm-hmm. uh, Wade. Robson, I think, is how you pronounce his last name. I think uh, Robson. Robson and uh, James Safechuck. Yes, and and I believe it. Uh, Robson actually went on and did really well because of Jackson. Uh, yeah, I think he was actually. Uh, I I swear, the whole time I was like, I know this guy. I've seen him and stuff. I think he filled in for Joey Fatone in uh, one of the Backstreet Boys videos. So I heard that. Is that uh, true? But I didn't <laughs> recognize him. I thought, I was like, I think I recognize him for that. And then someone else said that. And I went, that's probably it. Okay. But also, would I really remember something like that? I barely I... remember Joey Fatone, let alone someone who replaced him once in a music video. Yeah. I, uh, I'd i never heard of him. But mm-hmm. I, because of this documentary, I now know that he was the, I guess, the brilliance behind the choreography of NSYNC? Uh yes, I know he was professional. Okay. He, he went into professional dance, which he is very talented he, at. Yes, from the clips on the documentary, very talented. Mm-hmm. Um but he'll be the first to say that his success is because of Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh and then James Safechuck, I is he an actor? I I can't actually remember I if don't remember. Yeah. He was um, the, the he wasn't in it as much, I don't think. No, um he he wasn't, but out of the two of them, and I'm not saying that the other one didn't look haunted, mm-hmm. but he definitely mm-hmm. looked Scary. the most affected. Again, yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah, it, everyone processes Robson. those things in different ways, but like that dude looked 
yeah. it was on his face yeah um, that horrible horrible things happen and and i gotta tell you i really appreciate anyone who can come forward and be like the trigger warning 15 seconds michael jackson tried to fuck me in the ass yeah and we're back. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it was incredibly intense and, and very unpleasant. And it the was. thing is, we all knew Michael Jackson fucks little boys. Like, I don't know where the disconnect, how many years it had to be, but I was like, there was a South Park episode about it. We all know Michael Jackson touches kids. I don't know. But then they're like, yeah, he touches them. But like, he touches them. It's like, it's... It's a horrifying personal dynamic he has with these kids. He married one of them. He fake married one. He did. He gave him a ring. He did. Yeah. Um, so do you, because he actually, it was 2005 that his trial was. Uh, yes. He had one in the, yeah, I think he had, he had a settlement in the 90s. He did. So do you remember hearing about it in oh, the 90s? Yeah. Uh, I In the 90s, not really, because I was a child, but I remember okay. it in the 2000s because when he got acquitted, someone was releasing doves outside. And I'm like, if that was Harvey Weinstein, no one would be releasing doves regardless no. of the conviction. Um, no. And I was just like, that is such a a weird thing that, like, it was a fan. It wasn't like Michael paid a guy to release doves. Like, it was a fan, like, here's 11 <laughs> doves for the 11 things he was acquitted of. And I'm like, who, who reacts yeah. like that? And I think that's part of the magic of uh, fame and also Michael himself. Yeah. So do you think, though, that we would even allow someone to celebrate? I mean, Harvey Harvey Weinstein. um, Harvey's easy because he looks like he did everything. Yeah. And then when they're like, yeah, that Hollywood producer is a sex monster. You're like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Check. Yeah, that checks all the boxes. Yeah. Rich, gross looking, Hollywood uh, producer, sex monster. Yep, all um, the boxes. But say he, he had not been found guilty and someone had released doves or done whatever they needed to do. Whatever the party in the street was very yeah. exciting. Do you think that as a society, at today, in, mm, today. The, in the sort of... In the woke era. Um, yeah. Uh, would that even be okay? Would we allow that? I think... I feel like... it. I don't think it would happen because I don't think there is as much of a... Like, there is a cult of celebrity, but there's a billion celebrities. Whereas I think the Michael Jackson mm. cult was much bigger, much stronger than... Almost anyone I can think of now, unless Beyonce got busted for something. And I mean, I don't mm. think Bay is capable of that. Right. Um, but I can't think of anyone who had a video game, some movies, a ride at Disney World, uh, you know, a successful music career, a previous band that was also successful. Like, uh, all of this yeah. around built over, around the persona of one dude... Um, and also such an enormous following. Um, and also incredibly talented. I mean, yeah. horrible monster. God damn, does Thriller slap. That song smacks, man. Still. Yeah. And I know still because I fucking heard it on the radio the other day. Oh, wow. Okay. that Then that's a really good 
kind of transition. Yeah. I didn't realize they were still playing it on the radio. I heard it on the radio, and I know that a lot of our radio stations are just a playlist someone hits play on right. once every six years. Um, but it's not Halloween. No. Why are we playing Thriller at all? Oh, you were Thriller. Okay. That's what you said. Wow. It was Thriller. And I'm like, all right, if you guys were playing Beat It, I could understand. Mm. I like to hear Beat It every once in a while. But I was like, oh, Thriller, that's that's a long song. (laughs) That also has Vincent Price in it. Yeah. Um, So I I would agree with you. Incredibly talented Mm -hmm. artist. Um, I don't... I know I did listen to him growing up, but... um, I wasn't by any means a fanatic mm-hmm. fan, but I agree with you. He definitely had this huge following, and I agree. Maybe you know we're never going to see the likes of that kind of fandom. I I don't think we will, um, unless well, I don't know. The only one I can really think of is Beyonce, but I think a lot of that is um, who run the world girls kind of being put on her. Because although I agree. Lemonade is a fantastic song, and that album is pretty sweet. Um, I think a lot of that is more attitude as opposed to the amount of culture she actually produces. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's this idea that she is perfect and mm-hmm. talented, and she mm-hmm. is. Yes, it's quite annoying. <laughs> um, I, again, wasn't a huge fan growing up during his heyday, but I was perfect, a word that got mm-hmm. described. Did he get described as this kind of perfect... I, it's tough because he was always kind of a little bit of a joke too because he's got yeah. a high voice and eventually he you know dyed his skin white and got yes. nine nose jobs yeah. and he got weirder and weirder but i remember as a kid in the 90s um the two michaels were michael jordan the world's best athlete at basketball ever yeah. or since um and michael jackson who was you know the king of pop if i say king of pop we all know I'm talking about Michael. We do. Still, he's been dead for five years, more than that. Yeah. Did he die? 11? 2011? 2012? 2011? Uh, yeah, I think that. Yeah. I was, I was working at FYE, and this is disgusting. And I want everyone to know, whenever someone dies, some filthy corporate asshole has to send an email to all the stores to be like, put his stuff up front. We sold out of Michael Jackson shit within two days, and we had a lot. Wow. Same thing happened with um, can't think was it Robert? No, Robert Redford. I think he's still alive. I Peter think he's Fonda. Still alive. Peter Fonda. One of the guys from Easy Rider died, and we had to like okay. put out a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Robert Redford is not in Easy Rider. I'm no, I don't think so. Using him with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one who died. Uh, but I think he would have brought something. Seven years that. of bachelor degree in history. Well, um, was it film history? No, it was no, the regular okay. kind. So, um, <laughs> so I guess I didn't realize. I mean, I I can't say I didn't realize this, but there are still people who defend. Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. no, these two guys are just trying to um, make money. I mm-hmm. mean, did both of them testify for him? I uh, I know one of them, I know, um, who's Robson? Did. Yeah, I think he... He did, and... Several times. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks to uh, not just the type of relationship they have, but the type of control Michael had over these kids. I want to point out in my socioeconomic filthy communist uh fury he only preyed on the poor kids because he it as far as we know 
he doesn't he didn't fuck with Macaulay Culkin, who had money, who was mm. famous at the time. Um, him he treated like a peer, in a gross way because that dude was like ten. Um, but but he who he preyed on, pretended to marry, basically extorted into sex were you know poor Australian kids who would lose everything they have yeah. if Michael went away. I mean, he owned their parents' house. In Australia? I can't... I... Uh, I know he loaned them a bunch of money. Yes, he did. Yeah, and then at some point he was just like, just keep it. Yeah. And I think that's a bribe, but that's Definitely. not a bribe that would have worked on Macaulay Culkin, star of Home Alone, or <laughs> um, one of the Corys, I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, Corey Feldman. That would, probably the one that killed himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, th- that's that's a whole other thing. So those kids totally got molested. Yeah. So, so okay. So knowing this, um, and I would say I would recommend this documentary to. I, I would just recommend it. It's but it's a tough documentary to watch. Um, I, I had to have a lay down in the middle of the first one. <laughs> yeah, I had to uh, take a break yeah. after the first one. I I actually found the first one harder to watch. Yeah. Uh, than the second. Um, By the time they got to the second one, and they're like, also this disgusting thing, I'm like, just add it to the pile. Yeah. I don't, I can't, I feel nothing anymore. Yeah. Um, but I really commend both of those guys for coming out. Um, Very brave as adult men. Yeah. To be like, listen, this dude did this thing to me very specifically and very graphically. Yeah. Um, and that that is one of the things. It is pretty graphic. Um, so, okay. But, I mean, I think that, most people, I can't say most people, but the people I know, I have yet to come across someone who said they, well, actually, that's not true. I have one friend who doesn't think Michael Jackson did molest these kids, which I found interesting. Um, you know, that is interesting. I've also met people who believe the earth is flat. So, I mean, mm. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I think we actually worked with someone who thought the uh, earth was flat. Um, that That's something that gets into more stuff that uh, we'd have to bring Steve Roselli into because <laughs> he's got some conspiracy theories he's an expert on. But uh, the, the flat earth, I think, is more of a question everything. Mm. And when you question everything, you get to a point where like, basic things and you're like it's part of your identity to feel smart there's actually a great uh documentary on netflix i want to call it's called flatline i can't remember but it's about you look it up google it i'm not here to tell you shit i think i may have seen it does is it this one main conspiracy theorist who kind of promoted the flat earth yeah and he's got all the memorabilia and shit yes and he's located in Washington State. Yeah, and he lives in his mom's basement. Yeah. Which they never specifically say, but it is very clear that he does. Yeah. Um, yes, I've seen that. It is an excellent yeah. That That is very, very, very interesting look into not just flat earthers, but um, the conspiracy culture that mm. grows up around these things and people's ability to ignore facts that they themselves, uh, you know, they do a science experiment and prove the Earth is round. And then they're like, well, we're not going to talk about that. I know. And I'm like, you fucks. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I feel, but I, I feel similarly in it's sometimes cool to to be like, well, really, it's just all about money. I know better. And it's like, that's great. 
you're wrong, but like yeah. it's great to feel cool. I'm glad you feel cool about that. Um, actually, funnily enough, um, my friend got kind of ridiculed for saying, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think his his theory was that if that's something that Michael Jackson was prone to doing, mm-hmm. you know, being a <laughs> he was prone to being a pedophile. Sure, as as you do, as as you do, he would have gone to a third world country because he would have known it was too dangerous to to do that in the states which i don't think is a ridiculous idea but i i don't know if it works that way uh i think convenience wise he would not do that and also because he's essentially untouchable with his millions of dollars millions of enablers that's something i don't think they really talked about enough is that there were people who existed who enabled this relationship yeah. with boys, not just his enormous staff at um, the Neverland Ranch and at his houses, you know, his handlers, his managers, but also the kids' fucking parents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was another thing that was kind of bizarre to me. But granted, you, you know, back in the – this was happening in the 90s? Yeah, 90s, yeah. early 90s. Um, maybe there just wasn't that awareness, but – I don't know that. I mean, his behavior was really suspicious. I just, I can't think of any parent that would be okay with. Yeah, I just don't get. I would like to hang out with grown adults. No, Billy, that's crazy. That grown adult's Michael Jackson. Okay, that just seems bizarre, but they're just so enraptured with him. And it makes me, I mean, clearly he has powers of persuasion. Um, being being Michael Jackson, but also the horrors, the creeping nightmare that is like recordings of him being like, "Hey, little Applehead, it's me, Michael Jackson, and I just wanted to have you come by and just say yes. hi." And, and I'm just like, "I, Ugh. like yeah. you're an adult man. One, don't call children. Don't, no, 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 no. Yeah. Sorry, I became walking in my fury and." And, and, and I'm just so grossed out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't he wasn't even covert. No. He said, what was it? Hundreds of faxes, which just <laughs> takes you back to the it's time. It's adorable, right? <laughs> it would be so much harder to molest children in the 70s when, you know, you couldn't get a hold of them. What are you going to do? You leave. There's no voicemail. You no know. voicemail. You yeah. get them on the phone or you don't. You know, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. You know? um, but that might have been a, a really good uh, tip-off that maybe this was not a healthy relationship when you come home and there's just, like, a carpet <laughs> of faxes yeah. for your son. If if he sends a camera crew to your house to film your son and then mm. just keep that tape for himself, yeah, maybe that's weird. So... This documentary did a really good job. Um, I didn't need to be convinced, but, I mean, it's hard for me to believe that anyone would say, no, these guys are making it up. But, okay, so I'm not, I mean, I I enjoy Michael Jackson songs. I don't own anything of his, Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think I ever have, and not not necessarily because I didn't like him, just just have never owned Mm. a CD. or ever downloaded him on iTunes. But, okay, knowing what we know, mm-hmm. um, and we can assume that, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, he he molested. So we'll children. we'll make an assumption here that at the very least he was incredibly inappropriate yes. with children. And you know what? No, fuck it. I'll make the assumption that dude fucks kids. Um, and that's not okay. But are, are you sorry? What do we do now? Yeah. So what do we do now with that that um that knowledge? I mean, do you so you heard it on the radio? Yes. Um. So that wasn't a conscious decision to um. No. Put him on. I didn't, yeah, I I don't think it was because it's, but however, it is noticeable that no one took him out of whatever playlist the radio runs. Yeah. Um, And that's willful ignorance at this point. I think so. Like, this is a, a phenomenon. I've heard about this over and over and over. We're probably late to the game on this, this one specifically, but I mean... Yeah. No one's running the Cosby show right now. Yeah. So there, there is a radio station, I think, that um, has stopped playing. I'm, I'm sure there are more than just one. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, do you own anything? I own multiple Michael Jackson records. You do? Okay. I have I have um, Thriller, the best-selling, second best-selling album of all time. And I think I have Blood on the Dance Floor somewhere kicking around. Wow, okay. I have two copies of, of uh, Thriller now that I think about it. Um, however, for the record, I bought them used, so mm. I didn't give any money to them. Okay. Uh, uh, and yeah, I have them, and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because on the one hand, I think I actually heard, uh, th- I think they were spe- discussing this on the radio station, probably mm-hmm. because of this documentary, and... Uh, one of the DJs said, you know, what would a society look without Michael Jackson? Not like, what if he'd never existed? But what Mm -hmm. if we decide, okay, no more Michael Jackson? And I actually don't know if that much would change. Um, Not now, I don't think. Not now. I would notice around Christmas time, though, that there weren't any Jackson 5 Mm. uh, uh, tracks going up, but... Aside, some of those beats are still really fresh. Um, yeah, it, it's hard because this his best catalog is thirty years old now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's not like I'm gonna miss. Fuck, I can't remember the one where he's. In, oh my god, he had a music video where he was a ghost in a house and little kids came to find him. I just what? thought of that right now. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. That was like 2005. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was, no, 2000, yeah, 2005, no, 2007, I somewhere in there. don't remember that. I do, however, remember seeing that Pepsi commercial. Yeah, um, that's a rough one. So that was uh, creepy, even. I just then. saw an old episode of Key and Peel. It was a Halloween episode, and Keegan-Michael Key came out dressed as Michael Jackson with part of his hair burned off from when he got set on fire during a different Pepsi commercial. <laughs> um, and I remember going, oh, that's an age well. Wow, but, that well, is... It was of quite a few years ago. I mean, you know, I'm sure they all know, but... I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So, would... I don't know if it would occur to me, if I was listening to the radio, mm-hmm. to turn him off. Um, just because he was playing and, and knowing what I, I know. Do you think you'd recognize... At, you know, say, you know, Beat It comes on. Would you recognize... Oh shit! That's Michael Jackson. He's a child molester. I need to listen to something else. Would you be able to make like? Would that occur to you immediately? Because I would get like two minutes in and go, ah shit. Yeah. Uh, 
if I'm listening to the radio, I'm I'm probably kind of zoned out. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think it would occur to me. Um, so do you, I mean? Is there a difference? Do you think listening to the radio, it comes on, mm-hmm. you don't get to control. That's what, passive. Versus like you throw a dinner party and you're playing Michael Jackson, which would be quite a <laughs> maybe not an appropriate. <laughs> what are we having for dinner? Little kids' butts. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. That's not appropriate. I'm, I apologize. Um, yeah, I think radio is passive. I'll never choose to listen to Michael Jackson again. I probably will enjoy some Michael Jackson later at some point. Like it'll happen, and I'll be like, "Oh, this slaps. This is oh shit." Um, yeah, but it's tainted for, and it should have been tainted for all of us before because we already knew, but I think now it's, it's at least at a point in, in this era. Now it's it, Georgina, is it a personal responsibility? I think it's a personal choice at least to cut him out of your life, but are we responsible to do that? Like, is that required? Yeah, I don't know. I think it, I think that it's. A little bit different with Michael Jackson is because he is dead. It's true. So I don't think the consequences mm-hmm. of, I mean, you could say like, all right, I'm never going to buy anything else, but he's not putting out any records. So it's not like. Right. It's not like, like we can uh, fiscally cut him off at this right. point. He's dead. Um, and, and I'm do not. You get, do you get record, uh. Do you get record sales? Do those go to hell? Do you, can you pick those up? Do you get, like, your, your rights check in the mail in hell? I don't know. I... I don't remember what Dante said about that. <laughs> I don't know. I do know that, you know, it. I know it still benefits his children. Yeah, and, and that's hard because those kids yeah. are innocent in this. Yeah. And probably suffering in ways that we can't imagine. Right. Hopefully the most of which is neglect. Yeah, I mean that that's gonna be really hard. It already was gonna be hard growing up yeah. with Michael Jackson yeah. as your as your dad, and then and then this coming to light. I, I mean, it's always been known. So yeah, as as I'm sure those kids, it trickled out of them quite early on. Yeah, and I think that's hard. But if if nothing else, they get a leg up financially, and I know that doesn't make things better. But they've at least got a chance to pursue whatever they want, basically, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Hey, remember that time he was married to Elvis's daughter? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a weird sham marriage. That was. What a strange beard to choose. To be like, hmm, I like grown ladies. I will choose Elvis's frumpy daughter. Oh, weird. <laughs> weird choice. King of rock and roll's daughter. The yeah. princess of rock and roll. <laughs> I'm sure that had something to do with like his uh pr oh i'm sure so but with oh but then i i guess we could also ask okay because michael jackson certainly isn't the first artist where it's come to light like oh mm-hmm. he was not a good person mm-hmm. um i mean this doesn't at all um he doesn't fall under this category but what about like can we take into should we be taking into consideration historical context? Again, he is not, he doesn't fall into this, but um, I mean, think of the the really great authors mm-hmm. uh, out there that are hailed as being these like amazing uh, artists. Ernest Hemingway, mm-hmm. 
but wasn't he known for being a drunk and uh yeah um uh, i personally grapple with one it's hunter s thompson's a big hero of me he'll slap his wife um but also that was the 70s you slapped your wife yeah. back then. So okay. So then, I mean, what do we do? We is. I I think it's it's tough with a lot of that because you have to accept that as that is part of their character. That's part of who they are. They're multi-dimensional people. Right. I think uh, to cut great art out of our lives because of the actions of a person right. is hard, and I think it they've got to really cross a line. I have one. You know what one of my favorite movies is? You know what one of my top five favorite movies? No. Um, uh, Annie Hall. I love that movie. Mm. I love that movie more than most movies. Okay. Uh, Woody Allen molests his kids, um, and he's probably doing it when he made that movie. I can't give up Annie Hall. It. I like it too much, and that's hard for me. However, I have come up with this. Are you ready for my... For my, your celebrity fucked up, and and now you got to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, solution. Yeah. This is my personal solution. You can enjoy whatever they do up until the point you found out. So anything that was made up until the point where you found out, you can enjoy. You, you're, I'm innocent in this. I had no idea. I will continue to enjoy that. However, anything after, I can't touch. So I have not seen Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Uh, a, a newer Woody Allen movie, even though it has Scarlett Johansson making out with um, uh, Javier Bardem, and who I love, and also, um, oh God, uh, the uh, Latina actress. Oh my God, it's not coming. Cruz, Penelope Cruz. Mm. I think it was Penelope Cruz. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. So I've seen that movie. Is years it ago it's it is, it is hot? it's i mean i don't know if i'd say it's hot but it's oh, okay. excellent oh yes yes um, i will never see it and and i have to i'm i'm willing to make that very tiny sacrifice all right because well, i i just can't i can't get behind that dude anymore um even though i think he a lot of what he does uh speaks to me and often i think the things he has said in films and i go yeah that's about right but i can't I can't do it. Can't yeah. enjoy it. Fortunately, he's not as good as he used to be, so I don't have to worry that much. So, okay. So, I had been discussing this with um, some of my colleagues, because mm-hmm. we were out at a farewell lunch for one of them, and it came up, okay, so we could, if we're not going to enjoy or if we're no longer going to listen to Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. where does that you know, should we, should all Catholics stop being Catholic? That is a good point. Yeah. yeah that so, is a good point. Um, yeah. So. Georgina, I, how are you, how are you raised faith wise? Um, I was not raised faith. I was not raised in the church. I had a godmother mm-hmm. and I used to go to church with. Did you have the kind with the wings or like the regular kind of godmother. <laughs> she probably did have wings. Okay. She was pretty amazing. Okay. And okay. I go to church with my grandma when I would visit her. Sure, sure. So, but I was not, you know, I didn't grow up religious. Mm-hmm. So this is not a hard one for me. It's mm-hmm. not like I grew up Catholic, but I know um, a lot of people in Buffalo are Catholic. Yes. Uh, um, I grew up Catholic, and uh, I mean, obviously, I'm 
an adult man now. I'm not Catholic anymore. Mm -hmm. It's something you kind of have to grow out of. Um, But it's hard because I do think I enjoy the ceremony and the um, art and the uh, uh, sweeping great uh, uh, motions of the entire thing and the ritual of Catholicism. But as a religion itself, it's totally the pots. It is the worst. And that is is hard. And I don't think, like, my grandma cannot give it up at this point just because right. they are overly committing horrible crimes or because of their neutrality during World War II. Um, that's, that's my other fight. But also they were in the middle of Italy, so what are they going to do? Um, yeah, and, and that's... That's asking a lot to give up. That is. Well, and also, but do you think that's the same thing? Because we're talking, we're not saying like every single mm. Catholic yeah. is guilty of these horrible right. crimes. I would say it's a lot easier to give up, you know, the thriller dance than mm. it is to give up um, what is for a lot of people the rock of their life. Yeah. Like the Catholic Church. Um, and I, I think... That would be a lot to ask of someone. However, I would say if you are still a practicing Catholic, it is your responsibility um, as a member of that church and as a part of the living church to um, remedy some of the things that are going on or at least be active in your community and aware. Um, And also really got to get rid of altar boys. That is not a thing that needs to happen anymore. Not a thing. Priest can ring his own bell. They don't have to hold the thing anymore because you don't put the. I'm sorry. There's like a paddle you put under under their chin when he used to put the Eucharist straight into the mouth. Oh. Uh, you can put it in their hands now. We don't need that job anymore. They'll catch it. You're good. Don't worry about it. If you don't catch it, who gives a shit? It's just a cracker. I mean, what? <laughs> um. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if you are a practicing Catholic, mm-hmm. then. Well, who am I to say? Because, you know, I, I didn't grow up in the church. But, yes, I would I would think that. And I don't know. Has Have there been movements towards holding? Yes and no. I think it's very hard for people to accept that, much in the way it's hard to accept Michael Jackson, a person who it seems like, you know, uh, uh, at least a character, but it's uh, priests are a real pillar of the community. They are. And um, I think it's hard to accept that. Not only are there some very, very good priests, I've known some decent ones. Mm-hmm. There are also the worst people in the world. So it's, I think it's hard to even look an old man in the face, priest or not, and be like, you touch that kid? You touch that? What do you do for sex? Because I know you're not allowed to have any. So what do you do with that? Oh. What do you do with that? Um, yeah. Per- yeah. Personally, I think there should be a new job. It's called Hooker. And um, they just, excuse me, sex worker. Uh, and they just have a few that service the priesthood. And I think that's fine. Bless them ahead of time. Who gives a shit? We got to we gotta take care of this stuff. <laughs> They'll make money. The church will probably take a cut. It'll be fine. In the, in the oh, hang on. History major, you ready? Um, in, uh, back in the day, they actually used to have a lot of whorehouses in the Vatican to take care of all this shit. And one of the Pope Pius has got rid of them all. And I think that's the beginning of everything. Wow. I, I didn't know that. And I um, actually took a history course in... Yeah. I mean, they weren't like history. official yeah. warehouses. They were just brothels in town. Um, hmm. 
Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. That's um, kind of progressive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was also the dirty, dirty Middle Ages, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. they were going to be there regardless. Yeah, um, that's true. And they were just, you know, you sneak out at night out of the, I don't know, where do priests sleep? Like, hanging like bats, I assume. Like, just from the church rafters. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, just, they hang up there at, at the end of the night. Then Father Kennedy comes down and does whatever. <laughs> oh, I picked a real priest. Um, oh, man, is that your priest? That was my priest. He's oh. got to be dead by now. Wow. Um, actually, that's funny. You know, I was so I was at a Mexican restaurant at this farewell lunch, and the one of the waiters, mm-hmm. I, I am not kidding, came out of the kitchen, saw me, and crossed himself. I don't know if anyone else saw it. The fuck does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to ask someone, and then... I didn't want to. Mexican, I always want to look out. So, Dios um, mio. Yeah, no, that's definitely very strange. Dios that's, mio. That's very strange. I know. That's very strange. You um, know what it was? He was having impure thoughts, and he had to get them out. Right, uh, he saw you and went. And he just had to get those. Okay. Cross those shits right out. Um, like, okay, so the Catholic Church. Yep. Um, I I agree with you. That's, I, I think that's a subject too big for, it is, for an ordinary man to tackle. Yeah. I mean, the Pope isn't even doing a very good job. No. And that was his jam. That is. Um, okay, so what about um, actors like... Gosh, there's so many, but let, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they are actors. Um, Kevin Spacey. Let's start with Kevin Spacey. Um... I, I would say I think he's a great actor. Great actor. Um, don't know if I've actually seen anything recent of his, so... He was good in Baby Driver. I think that was the last oh, thing he Oh, I haven't seen really... that, but I have heard it's excellent. Uh, it's always... It's very good. It's, um... <laughs> they they drive a Subaru WRX in part of it, and that's my favorite car, mm. so that was very enjoyable. Is that what me. you have? Uh, mine's a Subaru Impreza, not WRX. Okay. The only okay. difference is... No, doesn't matter. Shut up. Anyway. This isn't car talk. <laughs> um... So, is he even getting work anymore? Like, I, I actually don't know where no, he is. He's completely blacklisted at this point. He had one movie. He got cut out of a movie. Literally, they digitally mm. removed him and added in Christopher Plummer. Yes. And I was like, what? In, that's a weird casting choice. That is. Like, we want a guy, a white guy, and nothing else similar. Like, we want him to be 40 years older than the one we had. Like, yeah. But I, I think because Christopher Plummer is a well-respected and blameless actor and also has a weird purple nose. Um, but I, I just assumed he was a drunk. Uh, but yeah. What it, movie was this? I don't remember. I don't remember It was either, up for an Oscar, though. But I, I know. It was, I know, a, it was I know a big deal that year. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to see So that. he is completely blacklisted. He had one film. It was an indie movie he happened to be in, and they went and released it anyway, and theaters wouldn't pick it up. It has one wow. of the lowest box offices of, you know, a major motion picture wow. of all time because it only ran in like four theaters and they didn't sell out like the one showing. So it, it has a, a box office gross of like $39. It's like something insane. Um, so, yeah, he really can't be in anything. He's fired from uh, House of Cards, a show clearly built for him. Yeah. I mean, it's a remake of British show, but still uh, built for him. And he's out of its final season. Uh, I... I don't follow that show. I tried watching I it, either. and it was there's he he plays a brutal 
character and now in retrospect that's kind of hard to watch yeah and also i found out before i finished the season can't watch the rest of it sorry found out you're a bad man so um i think it was kevin spacey he was the one when accused Mm -hmm. uh it was anthony rapaport i think that accused him i think so yeah so um kevin spacey was like well, I don't remember, but if it was me, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, do you think his lack of apology I think, has something to do with it? I think so. That and he was like, I now choose to live my life as a gay man. It's because I was closeted and I was like, no, you don't get to just pull a gay card out of nowhere right. and be like, feel bad for me. No, Kevin Spacey, you're an actor in Hollywood. No one would give a shit. You would have been fine. Um, but also that comes into play. There are different rules for gay men. So, I mean, it's hard to say. He's like, yeah, well, I was kind of sleeping with a 16 year old. And I'm like, well, that's wrong. Um, But I don't know if that's gay wrong because there's a lot of weird rules that go along with that. Wait, what? (laughs) Have you never noticed the ridiculous age disparity in gay relationships? Um, at least in gay hookups. Yeah, there can be, there was a movie about it just a couple of years ago. I, can't remember who was in that it was nominated for oscars it was not is it uh it's not call me by my name yes that one yeah i yeah. haven't seen it I, I, again i've heard it's good i didn't uh, i saw a ton of movies for the oscars that year because um the other show was reporting on it mm. that was when i was like i can't watch any more shitty movies i can't do it and that's that's that was where i was like i can't i'm done okay well um, i am gonna say that it, there may be a huge age disparity mm-hmm. but i don't think of that i don't think that gay culture is at all okay with us. oh no 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 i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure we're all on board with that one um so but i mean i i did not know that that was what um kevin spacey was saying now that yeah. he's gay it, um that's what hurt that's what hurt me the most because like no that's not a pass. And the yeah, fact that you definitely. thought that was a pass is fucked up. Yeah. And if you're trying to join the ranks of the gay men, this isn't a this isn't a good one, no. not a good time. Two, not a good way to ingratiate yourself, pal. because um, if he was if he just came if he was just like a grown ass adult and came out of the closet. Sure. Uh and open arms. Oh, sweet. Kevin Spacey, get <laughs> in here. You're right behind Liberace. I love Liberace. So do you think that being blacklisted, and essentially he'll probably never work again. Yeah, probably not. Do you think that's an appropriate uh, reaction? I, I, I think that is the least we could do. Okay. Because I'm sure statute of limitations, he can't be prosecuted for things. Yeah. Um, but I think for an actor not being allowed to ply your craft, to not do the thing you're essentially put on this earth to do, must hurt you, I assume. Um it must. It must. Sure. Because yeah. he's got enough money. He could have retired. He kept yeah. doing it. He wants it. Yeah. Um, so I think that must hurt. And that's at least a, as good a punishment as, you know, Hollywood can deal out. I personally think you should be dragged in the street behind horses. But that's me. Wow. Okay. I have very specific um, punishments. So the only other I guess I can think, I think of Louis C.K. because I did enjoy his... That one hurts. 
Yeah. That one hurts. Yeah. I, I looked up to that guy because I was like, you have gross, disgusting inner thoughts like me. And you bring them out. You present, this is how I'm gross and disgusting. And this is how I feel. And I went, oh, me too, buddy. Yeah, we're on the same page with this. We're both gross and disgusting. We make a joke out of it. We're going to be okay. Mm. But his inability to be introspective about what actually was gross and disgusting about him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're fat. You look like a lowercase b. Very funny. <laughs> if you're jerking off at young comedi- female comedians when they're like, please don't jerk off at me. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. And he also had a bullshit apology where he talked about himself a lot. And he was like, oh, people that look up to me. I'm like, no one's going to look up to you now. And then he came back to fucking Caroline's and did a set and didn't bring it up. And I'm like, and you're too much of a coward to bring that into the thing you do. Um, whereas if he had been like, okay, let me air this. This is how bringing light to things is how we fix them. Um, but just, nope, just fucking kept it in and I'm, he's like well, well let me do more jokes about jerking off and i'm like no no no, you're not allowed to talk about jerking off anymore we know what you do with that thing <laughs> it's not okay um i really liked louis ck i think i liked his earlier material and the i believe i stopped liking him around the time i don't know if this was on snl or just one of his um stand-up mm-hmm. specials but he was like saying how uh, pedophiles like even though he's not a pedophile he right. can only imagine that it must be amazing because like who would risk so much yeah and, and that's that's one of those deep dark gross thoughts that I appreciate he came out with and oh said. okay so you had an appreciation for I, that I don't like agree with it but I'm like you had this filthy thought and you brought it out to all of us yeah okay. I appreciate that as an, an airing of what is wrong with you clearly as as hmm. a as a getting out and into the sunshine isn't this fucked up like yeah that is kind of fucked up or or he was like you know i gotta get the abortion debate because it's a woman's right to choose but other people think you're killing babies and i'm like yeah that's a good point thank you for bringing that to light yeah um, okay uh, i mean yeah. hmm. however fucking gross dude dude gross yeah i in context now i'm like Maybe you should have kept some of those in. I don't know. Um, yeah, I I don't know why that. I I actually can definitely see your point. I don't think it's funny. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't want to be, because I know there's that whole thing where like comedians, there's kind of this backlash where comedians are saying, you know, like we should be able to joke mm-hmm. about what we want to. So mm-hmm. if I want to joke about rape. Or, yeah. I think pedophilia is a little different, but okay. But I think, you know, all right, well, let's add it. You know, uh, these right. inappropriate. I would say if you want to go out there and do that, God bless you. Mm-hmm. If you're not funny, I will burn you alive. Because it's hmm. it's it's hard because, well, one, it's, we're in a, an age where there are certain comedians who will say, who have been saying, the foulest things yeah and i get that and that's great because i understand you're going for comedy comes from what is inappropriate being presented and Mm -hmm. essentially being like no no it's okay to laugh at this yeah we all laugh they're like here's this fucked up thing yeah but it's good however we're also in a golden age of comedy where there are people like john mulaney and todd glass uh, who are uh very loving and open and 
able to uh, create even more humor while also being 100% cool. Like, just being cool for once, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, like, um, but... And, and I think that's great, and I think it's kind of eclipsing the shock humor uh, that we had been going through. Mm-hmm. I don't know... Um, I was I, I listened to some stuff from just the eighties and whatnot, and there are some of the most foul and mm-hmm. homophobic and awful things I'd ever heard. And I'm like, yeah, it it'd be funnier if you were funny, like that would be cool. But like, it just it ages so poorly. I don't want to throw comedians under the bus right sure. now. Sure, I mean, I, but I think that's a great point. So yeah. aging poorly. Yeah. Um, Again, though, can we just say that's a, a product of the time? Because that makes me think of, um, I didn't really watch Friends growing up. Yes. But I know there's been a lot of, um, people will say, like, it, it doesn't age well. I, it has a monkey in, like, the fourth episode. And I feel like when you bring an animal <laughs> in, you jump the shark. So okay. it's real. That that's <laughs> I, I watched it when I was a kid. I remembered nothing. I cannot name all the Friends. But I did try to rewatch it, and I was like, Hmm. Why the fuck is there a monkey already? You can't... Yeah. You didn't figure out any more situations before you had to bring a monkey in? White people? Um, I mean, do you think there's a responsibility to make sure your material is going to age well? Because isn't it part of it, like... Comedy is very topical. It is. So... Yeah, it's, it's hard because you're shooting for an audience in this current now right while also talking about stuff in this current now while existing in a current now which is good for comedy but a lot of the 90s i will say even going back to like some of the best movies uh even mel brooks stuff Mm -hmm. is just super homophobic and that's always the punchline is it's kind of gay like two guys touch each other and like oh ew gay and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta find a new punchline, brother. You gotta, you gotta find something else. Yeah. Does that take away from your enjoyment of it, them? It does, and because it's not as funny as it was. Yeah. Because when you were 14 and you accidentally almost got near another dude, you're like, <laughs> okay, bro, bro, so gay. Don't be gay. Don't be a broke back gay. Um, whereas now it's like, I just couldn't. Get, I touched the man's ass yesterday. Okay. Do we want to know the context of this? Uh, he was putting, and I wanted to fuck him up. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. Oh, and he made it in one shot. It was yeah, amazing. But interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah, yeah. that you thought that would be. <laughs> the way I thought that, that would. Well, I thought just being touched on the bottom would keep him from putting feel, well, okay. and he fucking hold him on. To be fair, that may to be just. Fair. I feel like if anyone touched me and I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it, it would throw yeah, my concentration yeah. so um i and then also do you think that it doesn't have to be necessarily the me too movement but i think that that's kind of uh the movement that a lot of these crimes are coming out and being you know we're aware I, I, because i think of it's it. accelerated and i think it's one of the few great moments of women sticking together for once yeah. in your goddamn lives with sorry that's my biggest fight where i'm like would you fucking stick together? Would you stand up for each other? Jesus Christ, be open about something. Which is confusing, because women understand emotions and social cues, and somehow they don't stick together. It hurts me. It hurts me. 
Yeah. Because you know every male chauvinist pig is standing up for his, his male chauvinist brother. Yeah. Yes. I mean, okay. So we have Kevin Spacey yes. and we have Louis C.K. And I, we have, a. I mean, I think it got to a point where I was like, oh, no, like there's a new person being. Every week. Every week. Every day. It, was, I, it, it got intense and it was, I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, so you don't think it, it went too far? No, I think certain people should be held accountable. I think public shaming is can be bad mm-hmm. um, yeah. if you don't have your story straight. But I think in most of these, shit, yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Like, I don't... If you're a human monster, I don't think you get to be famous anymore. I think that at least should be taken away from right. you. Right. Well, okay. So then, I mean, look at um, Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, human monster. Yeah. You know what? I like beer less because Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> likes beer. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Every time I had to be like, just what a sorry. Um, it, someone would ask him, "Have you ever had so much beer you blacked out?" And he's like, "Have you?" <laughs> I do remember that. And yep. I'm like, I don't. I'm sorry, sir. You're up for a Supreme Court justice. This is a confirmation hearing for the highest judicial. This is your job interview. Yeah, and chew. You made that tiny mouth, that mm, mm, that little, that little <laughs> super angry tiny mouth. Have you seen Matt Damon's uh, skit of? Very good. Oh, he's amazing. I at forgot it. how good Matt of uh, an actor Matt Damon yeah, is. Yeah, he is. And I know I like to joke about him because he shows up in action movies and shit where I don't think he belongs. No, I I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a little guy. I'm like, yeah, Matt Damon. I don't I don't know. I know Bourne is kind of cool, but it's just weird that it's Matt. Damn, Matt Damon. But um, that's from a thing. Sorry. Five people <laughs> laughed into their headphones. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, no, six. Uh, but, yeah, no, great great actor, great impression. I really enjoyed it. Much better than, I think, De Niro's Mueller impression. Because, one, Mueller doesn't have an impression. It was just De Niro being De Niro. But I think De Niro doesn't read off of cue cards very well. No. I, yeah, I guess because I don't know enough about Mueller. Does the country – I mean – Quiet guy. Well, it's not... I guess it's funny based on the reactions of the other characters, Mm -hmm. but do any of us... We don't... None of us know Mueller enough to be like... I don't know what he sounds like. Yeah. I don't know where he's from. I don't know what kind of accent he has. So I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. But, Um, but yeah. So, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of some other... I mean, I guess this could also go into this idea of like should we be taking down statues that celebrate the civil war heroes on the I, southern side i have been <laughs> well said i know <laughs> um gee, i have very strong opinion on that actually georgina do you want to do you want to hear it i do want to hear it yeah oh, okay so um i am all for having civil war statues as long as they were built during the Civil War. Yeah. If you look at the age of the bulk of these statues, most of them were put up in the 20s and 60s to um, uh, remind their black citizens of what the community thought of them. So if you were built in 1860, which I'm going to go ahead and say 0% of them were, (laughs) um, you know what? I'll even give you, if you built it during Reconstruction, 
Um, but none of them are. They're all from the 20s when the Klan was running wild in the 60s to um, bother civil rights activists. Right. Um, and, and that's hard. And I can understand heritage. I honestly really do. Mm-hmm. And I get that a lot of these people were uh, heroes to a lot of other dudes who are all dead now, so who gives a shit? Right. Um, but also they're traitors to our country that we love. And it's... A dichotomy I don't understand to be like mm-hmm. I love this country and then take the Confederate flag traitors who tried to destroy it and hang that up on your wall that's a different country that's an enemy country that's like being you know what I love France big Nazi flag like it's it doesn't make sense to me um, to do that and it hurts me inside because as a patriot I fucking hate Confederates um, I you know especially I, in New York. I New York have never actually thought of it as sort of a you know aspect of being a traitor to mm-hmm. country. But so I agree. I don't. But I think that most people don't realize, or maybe they just haven't been educated enough. And I will say that I didn't realize that mm-hmm. the statues, um, that the majority of these statues celebrating confederacy yeah i didn't realize that they were i think so i think i read it somewhere Mm. at really recently um so um (laughs) what about schools like these schools were predominantly african-american students attend Mm -hmm. and they're named after (laughs) yeah the wheeler high school the robert e lee elementary i don't understand naming schools after generals to begin with or even, you know, Jefferson Davis Community College. Like, yeah, that that guy didn't go to school. <laughs> so, um, do you think it's okay to, like, you know, as a society, is it time for us to be like, listen, we need to change um, the name of these schools? I think you should, and I think they should be for um, more intellectual heroes. If you, sure. If you want to add the, the Booker T. Washington school, that makes sense. That dude started a school. Yeah. Um, even if you're going to be the W.E.B. Dubois school, um, that dude at least wrote a book. It's weird to be like, hey, remember that guy who burned crops and used to line up people and then point guns at each other but never figured out maybe we should stand behind these trees? <laughs> um, that guy should have a school? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't need to retreat in Joe Jackson you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> retreating Joe Jackson. You don't know what retreating Joe Jackson? He retreated like nine times from the Union. And at one point he retreated so far he got behind a, un- a different Union army. And instead of like shooting them, he ran away again. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have the like... Yeah. Benedict Arnold Middle School. No, we don't. That's the thing. Benedict Arnold does have a statue in Washington, though. Oh, does he? It's only his foot. It's it's a boot. It's his boot, okay. and it says because he he was a good general before he changed sides, and it says for for him whatever because he got shot in the foot at this battle, so they put up a statue of his foot. Um. So a few weeks ago, my um. X posted on Facebook uh, this, he was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and there's this bar that, I think it's their floor tile, mm-hmm. um, is the swastika. Oh, right. But it's actually like an old 
Tibetan. It, it is. It's a good luck charm. Yeah. And so he posted that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. But, you know, understand that this is the historical context. Yeah. And the bar actually has that. Oh, I'm sure they've got a plaque. Yeah. Quickly <laughs> on the door. Um, and I actually think the bar might have been created, might have been built fairly, like, I feel like in the 1800s. But okay. So do you think, though, that it's valid to say, okay, but before the Nazis made it symbolize this, it did mean this? That's a tough one because symbols do have power. They but, do. But I don't know if the Tibetan power still exists in the swastika. I don't think it does. I think there's a reason why. It's like we don't. There's a reason that people typically don't name their sons. <laughs> Adolf? Adolf. We typically don't see men with that kind of mustache. That's true. That is, yeah, that stash is ruined. It's not, well, in, in defense, Adolf is a dumb name and that's a terrible mustache. But, yeah. you know, uh, I would say if that bar is built before the 40s, before the 30s even, mm, I would okay. say that is historical. We get it. There's a plaque to explain it. Okay. I'll let it roll. However, anytime after the 30s, you probably shouldn't do that ever yeah. again. I mean, I think it's tough because if we were to suddenly make changes every single time something changed its mm-hmm. meaning, that we could run into some issues. But that's a huge symbol. We're not talking like... This used to mean something, and it no longer, you know, something very neutral. That's a huge. Uh, I mean, if we're splitting hairs, half the people on Mount Rushmore own slaves. Yeah, so I mean, but, and but, Teddy Roosevelt is sometimes a racist. He's hard to understand. Isn't but isn't there also that debate? Like, should we really have these presidents up there? And isn't it technically the land isn't even really? I believe that was Indian land when we started doing that. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I, I would say it's not good taste to carve anything that big into a mountain. The mountains seem to be fine. There yeah. is, and I can't remember where, oh God, I'm not going to remember his name. There's a, they started carving a giant um, Native American chief, and I can't remember who it was, into this big sacred mountain, and all the Native Americans went, no. No, 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 the mountain, it's sacred. No, 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 no. And they never finished it, but um, you can you can look that. You can the American that. government? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like, they'll like this, and they're like, no, 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 no. Um, blue jacket? Not blue jacket. Ugh. It was it, out west, so it's I'm not, not going it. It's not like a, a well-known? No, it's not. Oh, it's not okay. finished either, So, but neither is so no. Rushmore. Hold on. There's just like half a carving. There's like like most of a face of a Native American guy sticking out of a mountain oh, somewhere. No. There's there's a uh, Confederate Mount Rushmore. Uh, they carved into this big rock face um, a bunch of guys on horses. They didn't make like a whole sculpture. They just carved it in. Um, it's beautiful, but they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, um, I I it's it's tricky. It is. Yeah. That's, I, that's something we're not going to solve here. No. I mean, I, I think the whole, you know, these questions are kind of... Questions worth questioning. They're, they're circular. Sure. sure. You know, they... But, uh, I, you know, it is... 
I think one of the good things if you do go back and you watch Friends mm-hmm. or um, even if you listen to Louis C.K. Um, is in a way you get to see some of the some of the like there are huge progressions. Like mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, I, I remember Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and and yes, and I think that because. So, I mean, I'm just not a Trump fan. Oh, no? (laughs) You don't support our president? Um, And I think for me, like, I've had to stop. I had to uninstall Facebook off my phone. I'm Mm -hmm. obviously still on it, but I'll go on there once a day, mostly to make sure I'm not missing someone's birthday. Um, That is a nice service they provide. It is a nice service. Um, But I had to, because I would get on and I'd be really upset. And mostly because I would realize oh my goodness this person that i really like i don't respect their views or mm-hmm. it would just make me angry um and that's really helped and i i don't miss it but i think that it can be easy to to really feel this sort of sense of like oh this country is doomed um but in a in a way i do feel like you know we've come a long way and i mean we're sort of regressing I hate to say it. Uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of things have come out in the last few years that make it okay, or at least make people think it's okay to um, be unkind to their fellow man. Yeah, and I agree. Un- unkind. Uh, the, the unkindness is what really hits me is you're not acting the way that your grandmother would like you to act. Like, you are not doing the will of any god. I don't understand. Um, so it becomes a, a selfishness and an unkindness, which for some reason, I don't know what it is, uh, in the last two years has been poisoning um, a lot of people. And I think it's been poisoning older generations against younger and younger against older. And I don't think that's okay. And I could not tell you what the source of that is, <laughs> but whatever it is should be guillotined and hung up on a wall somewhere with a plaque. Um, I have very specific punishments. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, very medieval. I Well, you know, the guillotine is a very, very painless way to die. It's actually pretty modern. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I didn't want to say anything. I was going to let that one roll. Um, yeah, 1800s, <laughs> early 1800s. Yeah, but I think the last execution by guillotine was in the 70s. There are pictures of it. Okay, There's I didn't know pictures. that. Pictures. You can see a photograph of it. It's amazing. It's in black and white, but it's amazing. Yeah, the guillotine's a very easy way to die and also very efficient. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I I imagine that there was never any, like, it was a clean cut. Oh, uh, Yes, it's incredibly clean cut. Well, back in the day, do you, you want to hear about, like, how beheadings work? Yeah. Does that work into this podcast format? Sure. Welcome to Execution Hour. I'm your host, Taylor Mitris. Uh, today we'll be talking about beheadings. Well, back in the day, the commoner would get the axe, and the axe generally doesn't get sharpened. It's by the local executioner, who's just some guy that basically gets picked because he'll do the dirty work. Um, so you get the axe, and you hope to God it cuts all the way through. Mm-hmm. If you were, um, say, one of Henry VIII's wives, uh, they would bring in a professional swordsman. So some guy would come from Spain, he'd come with a special sword, it would be sharpened, uh, and it would be a pretty clean cut. However, um, there are 
are writings, whether they're true, whether they're not, of uh, executioners picking up heads afterwards and the heads' mouths moving. Nothing coming out, but the mouth moving. And scientists think that you do have a few seconds before oh before everything goes kaput, before the air disappears in your brain. You've got a few seconds. Um, whereas a guillotine is a perfect cut every time. It doesn't really matter how sharp the blade is because it's so heavy. There's a weight on top of the blade. Yeah. It's so heavy and it has so long to fall that it will make uh, its... Um, not, um, whatever, it's... it's terminal velocity before it hits you every single time so it's a very humane way to cut off someone's fucking head (laughs) okay um there was a royal that um was not lucky enough Mm -hmm. to get a swordsman and i think it's recorded that like it took several (laughs) hackings oh yeah they gotta like you to be to bring that in because i don't think charles the second or charles the first got a I think they gave him the axe. Oh. I, don't think, I don't think he got a uh, swordsman. Bro- no, I can't imagine Cromwell bringing a swordsman. That piece of shit may rot in hell. Um, <laughs> um, I'm still mad at Cromwell, okay? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Killed a lot of people that look like me. <laughs> so, um, well, Taylor, do you have any um, lost words on this topic? I would like to offer up um, some suggestions. Okay. A, an Amazon wish list. If you enjoy this, you might enjoy that. Awesome. Um, type of thing. Because I think it's hard to lose some art that you very much enjoy. Mm-hmm. And if you are looking to wean yourself off of some people who happen to be human monsters, I would like to offer you an alternative. So, Georgina, if you liked, say, Michael Jackson and you wanted to get rid of Michael Jackson, may I offer you Prince? Ah, okay. He's he's a better, uh, he's just as good of a singer, if not better. Um, He's not a horrible monster. Um, Still, he's a weird, weird, weird guy. So if you're into that, you'll still get that. But (laughs) he's not a horrible monster. He is also dead. um, But you will still get tracks that slap. And you'll get sweet guitar riffs and also some more adult themes that I think are, you know, appropriate for a man as opposed to just songs about dancing and zombies. Okay. Um, so if you enjoyed Louis C.K., may I recommend Pete Holmes? He's going to talk about touching his wiener a lot, but he's also a very caring, loving man who <laughs> really just wants you to have a good time with him, a good silly time. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Or his, does he have specials on Netflix? Uh, yes, you can check out his specials mostly on HBO because his uh, show is on HBO, Crashing. Oh, um, okay. And you can listen to his podcast when you're done listening to all of mine. Right. On, uh, uh, well, he actually, I'm, I'm not sure who, what network he's on because he was on Nerdist. We had to leave that because uh, Chris Hardwick uh, used to assault um, his ex-girlfriend. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That dude. Yeah. That was, we, we covered that on pop actually. Steve covered that. Um, but we, we had to, he lost pretty much all the shows off of his network, Todd Glass included. And, and, you know, we were hoping they'd all come to mind and they didn't, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would recommend that. He's got a podcast called You Made It Weird, where you can have a deep philosophical discussion and also just be silly. And I, I think that's something you, I, sh- you know, you'd appreciate 
Um, if you enjoyed Kevin Spacey, maybe you can enjoy Christopher Plummer. I hear he can replace him quite easily. <laughs> okay. Um, if you enjoyed Woody Allen, maybe you should try therapy. <laughs> um, because oh. I think that's really what would help best in that situation. <laughs> I think the problem is that, like you had said before, Woody Allen is... His pieces are amazing. His early, I feel his like early, maybe his, his early work is. I think he really speaks to a certain type of person, and I think him being able to show what, like, neurosis and what the voice inside of your head sounds like, and being yeah. able to say it succinctly and in a humorous way. Yeah. Um, and also be, I mean, if you watch Annie Hall, he really messes with film format. At a certain point, cartoons show up. They, the main characters, will walk back in time and talk to their previous selves. It's, um very interesting storytelling mostly due to their amazing editor um but but yeah yeah um or you just not like it's not forever i don't think anyone's worried about that one i think pretty much everyone can get over not having woody allen i i mean i don't know that many people who still talk about him like it when i was in grad school they yeah. they did but i feel like that was kind of like their like way of grad school kind of thing. yeah it's a grad school sort of Film losers. Um, yeah. Well, now film losers are all on YouTube screaming about women, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, those are some great alternatives. I will have to check out Pete Holmes. I, I've I seen a few of his. I've seen a few pieces of his, but um, I have to say, I th I think that we are definitely in a good time for for. Um, comics because i have seen some really funny amazing comics who don't rely on homophobia or sexism i think a lot of it is um alt comedy alternative comedy is coming to the forefront um for a lot of people so when people like pat and oswald are you know superstars now not just because he was in a disney movie um he's the rat in ratatouille oh okay uh, yeah it's weird <laughs> i watched the movie and i'm like i know that voice I was watching AP Biology. Oh, he's in that. And he's in that. Yeah, he's he's the, pretty he's good. The principal. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, pretty he's good. an okay actor. I think he used to be in King of Queens or something. Hmm, he was okay. in some whatever sitcom that I didn't watch. But uh, yeah, I, th I think alternative comedy is coming up and also a voice for female comedians um, is, is becoming much, much more um, mainstream and also much more enjoyable. And yeah. what's fun is now... Whereas before it'd be like, the one girl comic. Now I can choose amongst my girl comics because I don't think Amy Schumer is funny. I think she steals a lot of jokes and she's kind of boring. But I can also get Maria Bamford. I can I can get Janet Varney. I can get all these actually funny female oh. comics now. And it gives you a lot of selection. And I think that helps the women aren't funny argument because they are. Yeah. Amy Schumer isn't. But all the other ones pretty much are. Just not Amy Schumer. Um, I, I have to say, I did like Amy Schumer at mm -hmm. one point. I don't know if I've ever liked her stand-up. I, I've never mm. felt like her stand-up was... She's the Dane Cook of women comedians. Yeah, that's <laughs> an excellent way of putting it. And I'm like, yeah, that's technically funny, but also, who gives a shit? But, I mean, is Dane Cook still performing? You know what I just saw him? He was in a TV show, and he's, he's, you know chubby now so i didn't recognize him and i was watching I'm like 
Is that fucking Dane Cook? Wait, what TV show? He was in American Gods. He plays oh. um, like the main character's friend who was cheating with his wife. And I was just like, what? Is that fucking Dane Cook? Hmm. Is that Dane Cook? And I'm like freaking. I'm like, where's my fucking phone? How do I? Jesus. It was. And it was huh. weird. It was weird. I was like, what? Yeah. He, I feel like he's a comedian that, um, it's, he's kind of like a guy's comedian. He's the, he's like a, yeah, he's a bro comedian. Yeah, he's, there we go. He's a very mainstream bro comedian. Whereas, yeah. you know, if you're if you're picking up your Pete Holmes, your John Mulaney's, you're picking up more of an alt comedy. Yeah. I, um, your Brian Posehn's, hmm. who has really cleaned up a lot of his act, too, which I appreciate. Yeah. And other comedians I love, um, Trevor Noah. I think oh, he is amazing. I think um, he's a better comic than he is on The Daily Show. I, I would agree with you. Yeah, because, I mean, well, it's tough for The Daily Show because every time I turn it on, I'm like, you're not Jon Stewart. Uh, and that's not fair to him. He's doing his best. But I think he's funnier in his own way than as a reporting the news parody yes and um i also love russell peters i don't know if you've ever heard of him he's an indian canadian comic very very good with the accents kind of like trevor noah um, it sounds so familiar but i don't recall and his earlier stuff also mm-hmm. was great uh his modern stuff is okay, but I think he was funnier. You get uh, more time to hone your early stuff. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard, very funny. Huge, huge fan of him. Eddie Izzard was so, so far ahead of he his really own. He really was. And he was like, like he, he was, I heard him talking and he was like, I always said I was a transvestite, but I think I'm actually transgender. And like, oh, what made you change your mind? He goes, someone invented the word transgender. <laughs> He's like, it's so, 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 so. And I'm like, thank you for being cool about this, Eddie. Thank yeah. you. Someone shit on RuPaul for saying tranny. And I'm like, RuPaul laid down on the barbed wire for you so you could crawl over his back. Yeah. This is ridiculous. You can't um, shit on RuPaul. So I agree. I also, I mean, there are female comedians I like. I, I like Whitney Cummings. I think she's. I like Whitney Cummings. I like Eliza Schlesinger. Oh, I really like her too. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, she. I, she hasn't a little bit like sometimes I think she goes a little far. She can, yes. Um, I think when she starts making goat noises, I'm like, that's funny. And then like the fifth time she makes yeah. a goat noise, I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Right, um, right, right. But I agree with you. I think that we're seeing a lot more alternative comedians, mm-hmm. female and yes. male. Um, and I do love John Mulaney. Oh, I yes. think he is. I, I think he's probably the best performer out there. Right he now. definitely is, and I. I think he's been this amazing performer, and for some reason, we're just yeah, giving, I, you know, I, seeing it. A few it. years ago, I heard uh, whatever. There's no video for it. It's just an audio album, uh, new in town. And I was like, this is a great album. Yeah. Boy, I sure hope this guy does some more. And they're like, oh, no, he's going to do everything. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the only one you're going to have. You're going to have everything you could ever want. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So I agree with you. I yeah. think he's great. So, um well, cool. Well, is there an, any last words you would like to say? Any musings of the day? Mm. You know, I really think um, limes should be sold at corner stores. And the fact that they're not is kind of infuriating. <laughs> okay. Like, I need limes at weird times of the day. And I need them when I'm buying 
fears or things, I constantly go, oh shit, there's no limes, and it's a pain in the ass going to the grocery store. Um, I kind of agree. I actually agree with you, but would you be willing to buy a lime at Seven <laughs> Eleven? All right, now you're now that you mention it, maybe I should not be buying my produce at Seven Eleven. All right, point well taken. Point received. Problem solved. You're already good at this, Georgina. All Georgina, right. do you have anything you you would like like to finish up here? Because we're we're just about at time. Yeah. Uh. No. I. All I want to say is, um. You know, tune in next time. Yeah. It's... Um. The hope is that at some point, not only can we tackle ethical issues facing society. Mm-hmm. But if anyone has questions that they want us to tackle for oh, them. Absolutely. Yeah, you can you can send those questions and you can tweet at us at top five underscore podcast or uh, we're on Instagram top five underscore podcast. That's top the number five underscore podcast. And then I, I don't know, I guess you could send me an email. Yeah, uh, I'm, absolutely. I'm at uh, uh, top five Taylor at gmail.com. And um, for those who are new listeners, or maybe have not had the pleasure of listening to Top 5, um, I'd recommend you listen. Taylor is an amazing host. And I feel like you also, I'm sorry, have another podcast, Taylor, that you and, is it you and Steve do? Yeah, make sure to check out all the shows here on the Top 5 Network. Um, uh, Top 5, the the flagship show, and um, the much better shows, uh, <laughs> uh, Pop 5 with uh, Steve Roselli, where we break down your weekly news. And then, and then uh, yeah, we'll definitely be around. Uh, it's all on the same feed, so you don't have a goddamn choice. But <laughs> don't forget to rate and subscribe, man. <laughs> leave us a comment. You can also leave questions for Georgina in the comments. Please stop asking for her phone number. I'm not giving it out. <laughs> I mean it this time. All right. Well, so till next time, keep it ethical. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>